Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Riding through this world. Wow. Yeah. I heard the same thing you did, son. Son of anarchy. Are you caught up on that? Oh, yeah. Here you yeah. go, I got I got caught up on it ready for the final episode. I watched that live. It's way different to watch that show with commercials. I'm sure. Oh, rough. Brutal. Took you no time. No, sh- no commercials on this show, though. No, sir. This is no 44-minute affair, Al. We get the people what they want. People say to me all the time, Larcher, why don't you have commercials on your show? You know, you guys not making any money? And I say, no, no, we, we're making a ton of money. We don't want to take away from our audience that's what it and distract them yeah. with commercials. That, that's the same thing with any issues that we've had in the past with tech and what have you. You know, maybe the show not starting on time or maybe last week when, uh, when I wasn't prepared. Yes, you, my God. Thanks for tuning in, guys. What are we We're, listening to? What is this? It's uh, Jamie Johnson. Buddy Jewel? Jamie Johnson. Do you want to know something funny? I've seen Jamie, by the name of Dog in the Yard. I've seen Jamie Johnson in concert. I have a t-shirt. Well, who is it? That's what I'm going to say when I get to George Strait. He's got his big beard. Yeah. He opened for Merle Haggard at that shitty place in Chicago. That, um... Where I saw Chuck Berry Joe's almost die. Oh, no, it's Chicago Theater, right? No. Auditorium Theater? It's a bad one. Right. The Oriental. It was like an old movie theater. Man. Yeah, I got nothing. All right. Can I, can I tell them that they're listening? Yeah, do Thanks, whatever you guys, do. for tuning in to the Larger and Lawrence Sports Show. We are a part of the Ultimate Sports Talk Podcast Network. Uh, we're on iTunes. Search for us, Larger and Lawrence, and download us there. Find us on the Stitcher Radio app. And, of course, every Wednesday live at 7. We believe it's 7 every Wednesday. It might be 7.30. I don't know. Somewhere there. It's uh, every Wednesday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. You can hear us live on blogtalkradio.com slash Larcher and Lawrence. Or just give a search for us. You'll find us. You know what this guy kind of sounds like? Buddy Jewel. (laughs) A little bit like Buddy Jewel. (laughs) Who sounded like a little like Whalen. Yeah. Yeah. got that back beat. All right, I dig it. It's good stuff. He's pretty young. He's pretty young. He's no Whitey Morgan. No Whitey Morgan, but it's the same no. styling as a Whitey pretty Morgan. Pretty close. Yeah. Both kind of outlaws. This is my kind of country. I had this idea uh, about that Whitey Morgan. Search for him, Whitey Morgan in 78. You can Google him real quick. Uh, that Zach, uh, Zach Brown of the Zach Brown Band, uh, he's the hipster. You know, who has the long beard and sings all the real popular tunes? <laughs> right. Whitey Morgan's like, you son bitch, come have a beer with me. I'll show you how it's done. Yeah. Right? Isn't yeah. That kind he's of... the real deal. No oh, shit. Zach Brown's the hipsters. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I like where you're going. I smell what the Clark is cooking. My name's Clark Lawrence, and I'll hand it over right now to Al Larcher. Thank you, Clark. Well, not much to talk about this week, as officially is in the drought of sports season, where there's really nothing going on to talk about. But... The NFL left us with a story this week. We got a, we got a gay fella going into the draft. Yeah. Uh, of course, we also have the Olympics. What? If, yeah, the Olympics are on. Uh, you're you're not watching them. No, nothing. 
Have you? How much have you seen? Just uh, what we saw here in the house? Enough to notice that the curlings look like bananas and cherries. <laughs> a little, how many curls they have left. What, like a video game? It looks like Zelda. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. How many lives are? How many lives? How many lives you got? Yeah. Right, the life meter. <laughs> um, uh, I'm gonna get into it. I haven't quite got into it. I'm still trying to get into that True Detective show. Oh yeah, I know, but yeah, nothing but good things. I'm looking to get into that myself. Add Larcher Lawrence on Twitter. A uh, couple other things, Al. Uh, just if we're gonna go over a couple headlines, uh, the old general manager, a little Angelo. We heard from him this week, right? Uh, they hired a new uh, karate expert. Uh, the Bears did, of course. Mr. Miyagi is officially uh, one of the Bears' <laughs> coaches. Come on. Come on. Uh, rooftop owners, Tom Ricketts wants to talk to him again. Today they opened up their brand new uh, ballpark. They've moved out of Ho-Ho Camp Park down in Mesa, Arizona. Mr. Miyagi's dead, right? Yeah, that's what, about three, four years ago. Because I know we lost, they banned the Shirley Temple drinks from bars. Whoa. You it, can't get a Shirley Temple Can I anymore. order a kitty t- cocktail? What happened to her? Well, the Kitty Cocktail is the Shirley Temple. Right. It's just a rip-off what did you, what, Where you come from, what did you call it? A Shirley Temple. And, and what's in a Shirley Temple? Like 7-Up and Cherry Juice. And, and a cherry. And a couple cherries, yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a Kitty Cocktail, where I come from. Well, that's because you, you're not cultivated. That's, you know. All right, yeah. Uh, that's the question of the day. Uh, tweet us, find us in the chat room, call us to tell us your answer. If you're listening live, uh, is Shirley Temple or Kitty Cock? And you can also text me that answer or just text any question in general at 773-559-5189. We want you to tell us why we should watch the Olympics, basically. Get oh, Al okay. Archer to watch some Olympics. Yeah, sure. I'm down. And tell him what he needs to get behind it. Is it a little bit of hockey? hockey I remember sure. four years ago, that gold medal game between USA and Canada was pretty. It right. was a good time. The women played hockey today. Uh, Canada beat the United States. Yep. No, I'll take it. I like the pictures. Like, I'm looking at pictures from the Olympics right now, and they're, they're interesting. There was one of curling that you just passed there. there uh, was beautiful curling. women in curling. That's a good reason to watch it, Al. Oh, I watched, yeah. I watched where they go down a very steep hill and on skis, and they jump, and they fly like eagles through the air for like five, ten yeah, minutes. Yeah, watched some of that today. Yeah, that was good stuff. The Poles won it. Did they win it? Yeah. I, I didn't catch the winner. So yeah, you, you've seen that, something. That was the only event I watched. Because you know, I thought it was funny. Polish people were jumping off the side of a mountain and flying, and they ended up winning. Wow. Yeah. Um, they were, the announcers were really impressed with the Japanese jumpers on that one, too. And uh, they fly something like 103 yards. They're flying the length of a football field now, Larger. That's crazy. Yeah. It's scary. Uh, Sean White didn't medal uh, in his event. Good. I don't like Of him. course. Uh, Al, you, let's talk about last week's show for a second. Uh, you you weren't here, but by by last week we had seen that the conditions for reporters not good right. over there in Sochi. Uh, that might be something if you're going to be running the Olympics in the future that you might want to pay attention to. Get the reporters fine because they're instantly connected. But anyway, the, well, the show last week. Oh yeah, I went and I was reporting live from the Olympics. No, at you were Fort live Meyer from Beach. a beach in Fort, <laughs> Fort Myers Beach. Well, I got I got my plane tickets got confused. I yeah, I'll, so I blame myself. Last week. Well, really, you I should. I went about 18 minutes. I, Al, I, 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 under, I, I came in knowing full well what that trip is about. Right. I know what that trip's about. It's about it, indulging in, in, the, in, in a beverage or two. Right. right? right. Was, yeah. Yes. You know, it's having a good time. I should have known that calling L. Archer on the beach in the warmth, sunny Florida. What was it, about 80? It was about 80. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that, that's good. You needed that. I'm happy you got okay. it. Okay. I need it. First off, I, I, I apologize as well. I should okay. have been more prepared. You should have been more. I, I would have guessed there would have been a co-host. I should have either gotten a co-host or been prepared to Jim Roman. But on the other side, I did promise you I'd be there for this show. 
And I thought, what, in my mind, here's what was in my mind's eyes. Uh-huh. You would call me. I'd be kicked back on the beach watching the sun go down, sipping a margarita, talking sports for an hour. That's what, I, that's, that's what you had said. I, I counted on you. When you said, hey, we will be there. I will call you. This show is going to happen. I counted on you. But in reality, the person who hosted the trip got word of it and like, wanted to like, listen. And I, it just, I could tell that I wasn't going to hold their attention for more than five minutes. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, especially if they're only hearing one side of the phone right, conversation. Right, 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 right. And they wanted to move to a different bar just as the show was starting. And just as that was happening, my best friend in the world, Patrick Small, shows up. Of comedy accident. Of comedy accident. He makes a cameo appearance on the Al Archer show live in uh, Fort Myer. Did he just, like, fly down there to surprise you? Yeah, it was, it was a little surprise. Uh, he popping. came there to meet you. Yeah, well, wow. we had a drink on the beach. That's and really nice. Hung out a drink or a couple? The Leilani Kai. Well, one drink at that place is like seven. Yeah, hey, let's talk Florida shots. When you get a shot, it's oh. like it's it's more than double uh, Chicago. Absolutely, shot. no doubt about it. it. It should be illegal how big they serve these drinks. And you want to know something funny? You know what the first thing I saw when I got home from this trip? What was that? I turned on the TV. The Olympics. Cops in Fort Myer. <laughs> <laughs> it made perfect sense. All right. I guess yeah. there's a lot of meth down there. Who knows? Is there? Well, I I, I remember because I was in Fort Myers once. It's, people seem pretty skinny. Well, they were old. They were all 90 years old and died. were scant, but there weren't dentures. Like, most old people, dentures. We went, so we had this limo that was taking us around town. We were like the Miami Heat out there. We were celebrities. Uh-huh. So he's like, you know, the, our boss is like, take us to all the hot spots. This limo driver, who, by the way, had a fat joke every five seconds. Really? And there were two obese men in the, in the limo. Really? And this guy was nonstop. He thought he was Don Rickles. Okay? Wow. How did I get that guy as a limo driver? I don't know. I, I think limo dri- drivers in general are jagged. Does he charge more for that? For that entertainment? For the witty banter? I yeah. don't know. So anyways, this idiot, he's like, he takes us to this place called the Sandy Parrot. Okay. Like he chose where to go. Right. Okay. We walk in there, and there, there was an there was a African-American couple up on stage singing. Okay. And they were doing like, you know, some like 60s Karaoke soul. or they were a band? They were karaoke oh, singers. I like it. That'd be good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they, yeah. they were singing off of karaoke equipment. But they were actually doing a show singing right. off of karaoke. Exactly. Yeah. That, that was their tracks. Yeah. No, that's... I mean... And they have, like, tambourines and shit. Okay. And it's an older crowd. Well, we, we get there, and it, it's about 9 o'clock, and, we, you know, we look around, we're like, man, this place is packed. This place is happening. Okay. Because the limo driver before that took us to a place where there was nobody. 9 p.m. or a.m.? 9 p.m. Okay. So we start looking around, and we realize it's one crippled kid who's young and about 70, 90-year-old women. Okay. And about 60, 50, 70-year-old men. Uh, yeah. What the was place going on? was packed with old people. Wow. And it was like, oh, my God, I, like, do they have a defibrillator? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. So we were getting our drinks, and we, like, just settled in. And uh, I, was with, I was with Brent, yeah. who also works at the bar. Of course. Uh, a funny guy. And he, he's like, you know, this feels like, it feels like at Trader Todd's around 2 a.m. Wow. I'm like, yeah, it does. Oh, and it was like 9? It was 9. Oh, it makes sense, though. So I go, I go to the girl. I'm like, hey, can I get another drink? And she kind of gives me attitude. Okay. And, I, you know, I get, of course, I get a fruity mixed drink. I'm She's like, giving you attitude at 9 p.m.? Yeah. Oh, they're closing. They are closing. They're closing the bar. They are closing People are the bar. leaving it because they're time. old. The nursing home is leaving, and the bar is closing. You were not their target audience. Not at all. No, no, sir. 
But wow. That was exciting. So that was your week. I uh, I was back here and uh, taking full blame. I'll take all the credit. All right. And you're happy with that. You're I'm happy. fine. Just no, give me I, the credit. I should have Come been on. more prepared. I owe you. I owe you an apology. I owe the audience an apology. I owe our new partners uh, at Blog, blog a, uh, Ultimate Sports. Ultimate, talk. yeah, good. those guys. I'm glad that you're on board with them. That's good. At least you got that. Uh, you know, um, I, I and it, you could te- again if you want to text us anything seven seven three five five nine five one eight. If you want us to talk about sports, please let us know. We also have a phone number. Should we watch the Olympics? Yeah. Is there anything worth? I mean, it, yeah. I see a picture of Vikings, and I'm like, okay, maybe I want to watch this. There you go. Yeah. I don't know. I had a good time with the with that long hill jumping thing. But How about I, the cool helmet? Honestly, helmets? why do I need to start? Maybe for oh, that's a really cool helmet. That, that's amazing. Yeah, that's cool. It's it's one of those speed skaters. Do you know the event? Uh, I think it might be like a luge. She's got some kind of sled hair. Wow. <laughs> The Larcher and Lawrence's Sports Show. The top of this woman's helmet, I assume it's a woman, is like a demon goddess. And she's bent over like uh-huh. a spear. And, and yeah. it just it looks like it's her face and head. It's really it's a great shot. Okay. Yeah. And these ladies curling here, they look like they like ladies, if you know what I mean. I mean, that's the big thing at sports right now is, you know, everyone's yeah everyone's having a coming out party. Um, yeah. We'll we'll go back to some pictures. Keep browsing. But, uh, I mean that that those ladies definitely. Look. Hey, Mister Larger. It's been some carpet munched. Now Larger. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Angelo had some things to say about Jay Cutler uh, this past week. Speaking uh, of carpet munchers, uh, yeah. Um, saying uh, he questioned his uh, game, uh, his ability to make the plays when it matters, right? Um, and his ability to read defenses. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, on Jerry Angelo? Well, if people don't know, what Jerry Angelo did is in an article released, I'm not sure who actually did the article. Okay. We should probably know that, give him credit. But um, Jerry Angelo, former Bears general manager, rated all the quarterbacks in the NFL, the top being okay. Peyton Manning. Okay. And in his rating, where, where was Cutler on that? I believe Cutler fell somewhere around 14, 11 to 14, which is about right. Who was two? Do you know? I, I, Do you remember? Peyton Manning was number one. Okay. All right. Yeah, 12 or 14. Somewhere in there? Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. But he then did, he had other things to say about it. He did. He left some comments at Cutler, you know. And these are things we know. Yeah. I mean, we, we question Cutler's maturity. We question Cutler's ability to mature as a quarterback and as a professional athlete. Hey, yeah, Jerry Angelo is, is the old regime. Lovey Smith is the old regime. It shouldn't matter what they think right now. It's about what, uh, what the guys are in place. Um, and you still, have, you still have a thought in Emory, I'm sure, like, you're, not, you're still giving him a good shot. I mean, the Shea thing, obviously, that's not working out. I just want, whatever, the, whatever happens in the draft this May, I just want uh, him to succeed this time. He's taking some chances. I'm done having them take chances, Al, I think. Well, projects, you know, Shea's a project. Kyle Long. Back, back to the gay football player for a second. Okay. A lot of people want to know how I feel about Michael that. Michael Sam. And my opinion is it ties directly into this. I would, and I posted this on Facebook, and nobody liked it. And I'm very oh. offended by that. Wow. Especially you, Clark Lawrence. Have been a, I didn't see it. It must not have been a good I opinion. would rather have a gay than a shay. <laughs> you hear me? That's what I'm saying. I, I gave it a, I mean, that's a, a, a five at best. Out of what? Ten. Maybe a four. You're ta- a gay instead of a shay? It rhymes. I mean, it's sure. brilliant. You know who rhymes? Uh, three-year-olds rhyme very well. 
It, they're, they're good at it. Okay. Really? I want you to bring a three-year-old in here that can rhyme. I will. I'll, I'll get a hold of it. Let me YouTube some three-year-old here in a minute. Anyway, uh, so you're, you're, you're sending Shea out. Yeah, you know what? I just want some defensive players that can play. That's what I want in this draft. Yeah. And if that ties into this kid, this gay kid being taken, I'm okay with it oh, because yeah. he's a good football player and right. he's a defensive player, and, and that's what we need. And I think that's the feeling of most people. Well, Michael Sam's a what? He's a uh, like a fourth to sixth round pick. Well, no, they say uh, mid round, so about a fourth. Yeah, three, th- three to four, third, fourth, somewhere in there. Yeah, it's going to be pretty late. Um, we'll see. We'll see if it pans out. My problem with him is I think that he is kind of another Shea. He's an undersized defensive lineman. He's a project, but you're that. just saying that because he's gay. No. Yeah, that's the only reason Why? you are saying that right now. What, why I'm saying that, that he's undersized. No, 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 no. That because you're, you're trying to make him feminine. Yeah, you know, he's no. undersized. He's like a woman. I'm not saying that. He, he's like a woman compared to Julius Peppers. It's a fact that he is undersized for that position in the oh, NFL. facts. But, the, the, see, the this is the is, problem with the politically yeah. correct world. Yeah, you're you all, can't judge anyone anymore. You can't, well, because you can't listen to facts. Is that what it is? No, you can't. It's not a fact. It, you're trying to make him like on. a woman. No, I'm not. Um. My thing is, the Bears are looking for a defensive lineman. They're looking for a defensive end. They're looking for a lot of things, first of all. But if, if he's a guy who can play in the position, bring him in. Yeah, I, no, I agree. And I'm just giving you a hard time. I know, no, no. I know you're actually a, you're a very well, open-minded. Into, open your the, mind, Clark. The, open your mind. The, uh, the, uh, the defensive end is very, uh, like, uh, I don't know. It, it, it's a position that we could use filled right now. We need, we need yeah. something filled in there. Because yeah. Shane McClellan does not look like he's going to be playing defensive end for the Bears anytime soon. It looks like they're moving him to linebacker. Right. right. And, and this kid is a SEC player of the year. I mean, that's the best conference in college football, Al. It's nothing to, nothing to be ashamed about. Do you want to go back to that, uh, the Jerry Angelo thing? I, I have it here, the, the list. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Jerry Angelo on a website called thesidelineview.com rated every starting quarterback from the 2013 NFL season on a nine-point scale. Perfect nine, 9.0 is a Peyton Manning. Okay. And he says things like, he is definitely in a class by himself, in my eyes. I see... I think he sees the game much better than any quarterback I've ever seen. The stats, NFL records, speak for themselves. He needs okay. a Super Bowl this year to go down as the best ever in my eyes. And he, he well, he didn't quite get that. No, he didn't. <laughs> think he has another shot at it? Do you think he has another shot? <laughs> I don't care. I hope not. Yeah, we were all wrong on that. I'm glad we were. Every single one of us. Oh, it was a hell of a game. We'll talk. Let's talk to Mr. Angela. We'll yeah, talk yeah. a Super Bowl because we really didn't get a chance to talk sure. about it. Because yeah, I was on a beach and you were diddling your whatever. Do you remember it? Kind of. Okay. I remember who won. Number two? Who do you think is number two? It's What's obvious. That? What's that? What are we doing right now, Clark? What, what are we talking about? Um, I think number two is Drew Brees. No. You would be Aaron Rodgers. No. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is number three. Wow. Drew Brees is like, wow, this is shocking. Andrew Luck? Tom Brady. Oh, New England. All right. So he's got, he's got remember, 9.0 is a f- perfect score. He's got Manning at a 9.0, Brady at an 8.9, Aaron Rodgers at an 8.8. This is, just blows my mind. At an 8.7, Cam Newton. Wow. Uh, wow. 
A special talent with flaws. He took a good team and had them playing consistently well. They didn't back into being divisional champs. They took it, and they led the charge. Needs to continue to grow his football IQ. More work in the classroom is the key to, to his continued development. After, or actually tied with Cam Newton, is Drew Brees. Okay. Um, yeah. 8.6, Philip Rivers. You know, you forget about Philip Rivers. Yeah, you do. He's, he's kind of the guy who's just there. Quarterback. Yeah. He's always been there. Yep. Andrew Luck at an 8.5. Sometimes I still think that Ryan Leaf is in San Diego, because I don't even think about Philip. Yeah. yeah. So that's the top tier. And, and where's Jay? Well, that's the top tier. Okay. Now we're moving to the 8.4 to the 8.0. These are players that played at a high level, was one of the reasons, but not the reasons for their team's success. They're not elite. Okay. Ben Roethlisberger, 8.4. Russell Wilson, 8.4. Okay. Colin Kaepernick, 8.4. Alex Smith, 8.3. Ah. Nick Foles, 8.0. Still haven't hit a Jay Cutler yet. I'm I'm not sold on full. Well, I mean, he's a good quarterback. We're moving to the next terror quarterback now. 7-9 to a 7-5. Nick Foles could go either from that 8 to a 9, or he could go back down to a 7. He's in a great system I right know. now. Oh, Genius true. what they're doing. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so this, this level of quarterback is talented, has good history of play, but had a subpar year, lack of durability, deficiency in an intangible area, poor cast around him or coaching. Any of these reasons may have kept him from playing to his potential. May be a descending player. Hmm. Matt Ryan, 7.9. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tony Romo. Okay. Who yeah. I thought was the first one to, to announce. What's that? Romo. No, no, Romo, no. Homo? Romo? No? Al. No. no. Come on. <laughs> already laying for that one. All right. <laughs> Come on. A 7.9 Jay Cutler. Okay. 7.9, like, the way that they're talking about it, you would think he ranked him lower. The way that, yeah, you're, right. You're just, you're just catching the headline that, but he said, what did he say? I mean, it's just, isn't it? like, what, what Has all the physical tools, but inconsistent in the clutch. Mostly due to a lack of poise. He's not comfortable reading defenses and constantly locks onto a favorite or predetermined target that may or may not be the best choice. Yep. The less he's asked to see, the better he is. A better half-field general than a full-field one. Okay. Well, all right. I mean, the better half-field general, uh, Jake, like late in the game, he can get him uh, to the end zone quite a bit. That seemed to happen a couple times this year when he was healthy. Can you guess the uh, worst quarterback in football last year? Are they starters? Um... Mm. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Is Jimmy Clausen a starter? Um, is it the guy who uh, went from Tampa Bay to Minnesota, Freeman? No, Jimmy Clausen. Mm. Okay. The last guy he gives... <laughs> you all right? <laughs> now, I had some food wander into my... Uh, you got water there still. There's a little bit right there. My right? upper airways. There you go. What's that called, Al? A lap band? Oh, okay. No. See, if people forgot, I had a lap band like a year ago. And now I'm well, I'm overeating again. Okay, bring it back down. With the laugh at. So I think I just choked on food and it came up or something. Okay, all right. Well, we, those are some of the details. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, you're just going to eat a little less, right? Yeah, I'm working on it. I'm working uh, on it, buddy. All right. So, yeah, so that's Angelo's system, huh? Somebody had interviewed him to do that, or he they asked him to come I up think, with it? I think Jerry Angelo, is, he's walking around like an old... Um, like a guy who lives in Miami, you know what I mean? Just wandering around offering up his opinion on things. Yeah. <laughs> so, Marsh... Oh, 
He's an interesting enough guy where you, you do want to hear his opinion. All right, go ahead. In the new regime, uh, the new uh, this new martial arts coach that uh, the Bears have Mr. Miyagi. Joe Kim. Him. Joe Kim is his name. Joe Noah. Uh, previously uh, has worked in Cleveland and Kansas City. When he was with the Bulls? I thought he got drafted um, the by the Cowboys. Bulls. No, this is the other. This is a new Joe Kim is in town. Now. This is not the guy with there the bow tie. A new, a new Joe Kim in town. Nope, different guy. Different guy. Uh, some time with the Cowboys, Packers, Bills. Uh, he's he's been around a little bit, and uh, Trestman has previously worked with him. So they're bringing him in. Um, they say that he's going to work with uh, position groups to help uh, improve their uh, the players' abilities to block or escape blocks. Right. And I uh, I better credit this one, uh, Kevin Patra, Patra, Patra. With, uh, with NFL.com. Well, one of the things the Bears have excelled with that I noticed when I go to a training camp over the last decade, Peanut Tillman works with the, um, with the other cornerbacks, uh, and he teaches them the peanut punch. The punch, yeah. But when you actually see him training, it's definitely a karate move. Okay. So, uh, and basically... When you're in the trenches, as you know, I mean, you played football. Yeah. Hand-to-hand combat is really what, what happens. Offensive lineman versus defensive lineman. Everyone thinks it's, it is leverage and it right. is people hitting each other, but it's also a lot about hand movement and being able to swim and rip and move. And yeah. if you can get a, your hand in the right position, you're going to get an advantage to tear and rip and swim over a guy. Right. And, and so. may I say, you're not just saying it's a karate move because you've seen karate done in some movies. It's like you have some formal training in, in your own. Oh, right. In karate. I've so, taken So you numerous... know that the peanut punch does actually look like that, so it only makes sense to bring him in. I have taken numerous karate classes and achieved the belt of yellow numerous times. What's the first belt? Yellow. White. Okay. Well, you've started. White. Oh, you got to yellow. I get to yellow. Is that week one? Uh, it takes like a month. Okay. All right. Jesus, Not man. Bad. you got to like break a board and But each time like that you did it again, didn't you get a little better getting to the yellow? I did. Yeah. It still takes like a month because they want you to learn the basics. We've known each other since you've been in karate class. <laughs> That's true. I believe that your karate class was right across the street from a buffet. It was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it was a golden apple, but close enough. When you're walking up, it's like, huh. <laughs> you're looking back and forth. What to do? It was hip-keto. Hip-keto. Nice. Yeah. I dig it. Yeah, very defensive, you know. Where at in town? I, I, Jesus Christ, I don't remember. Okay, all right. Too long ago, huh? <clears throat> I barely remember yesterday. Is the peanut punch going to be back this year? No. My sources are telling me right now. Um, is he already in Tampa Bay? <clears throat> I don't know that he's in Tampa Bay. My source is inside the NFL. Uh, I got a call yesterday. Uh, this lady named Trudy, she actually works in the offices at, uh, at Hallis Hall. And, uh, you know, she likes leaking information. And Trudy told me... Trudy told me that Peanut's not coming back. Okay. All right. Well, Trudy has the breaking news tonight. No more Peanut. Peppers is probably good as gone. uh, Is there any way they could restructure that? They could possibly restructure it if nobody else wants him. Right. But he's as good as gone, especially... uh, I mean, and it's a money issue. Oh, yeah, most definitely. He's making an amount of money right now. Uh, Yeah, it's just a value for the position. The Bears can get about seven quality players for one aged, degrading... You know what I mean? You're you're looking at Al Larcher, (laughs) who is a professional at a simulated version of the NFL. You're you're the owner? You're the general manager? Front office football, and it's funny you bring this up. Or are you all in one? I am the I'm the general manager. Okay. Because I played this game all day today. Yeah. And just as I was about to, I think, get my Super Bowl season, Jay Cutler's last year. Okay. The damn thing crashed. It's done? 
And then like, I started the game up again, and I was like 10 seasons back, or like three wow, seasons back. Wow. And I'm like, this is too much work. So learn from your mistakes the first time. Save. Learn from your mistakes. No. Oh, right. Go back right. and replay it, but learn from your mistakes. You know what? I will, because things weren't working out with Jay Cutler. Uh, Jerry Angelo didn't have that chance here in Chicago. No. You know? He and then most people don't get that second I lost Alshon Jeffrey a season ago. What? Didn't resign. What? Went, Who's his agent? Went to Carolina. Oh, this is crap. I'm telling you. But then the next year, the season that crashed, I got a receiver named Strudels, yeah. who was on a scale of uh, 0 to 100. Strudels? Yeah. How do you spell it? I don't know. Skrittles okay. was a 75. Alshon Jeffrey was a 66. Oh, nice. Well, and this move. kid was five years good pro. Move. I was in the money, baby. How, how, many, Super how many years pro did Alshon Jeffrey go? Mm, well, I still have Jay Cutler on my team, okay. so we're probably looking about four years into the future. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And he was good. Yeah. All right. Not as good as he was based, based on what we saw last year. Okay, so so he tabled off. We're hoping that doesn't happen here. Well, right? I don't think the game understood how good he was. Well, this game doesn't also doesn't understand the Brandon Marshall uh, off season. Right, camp I, I can't send the kids with Brandon Marshall down to right. Miami. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I want to see what that rookie from this year uh, does after a camp. Uh, Mar- Marquise Wilson. Uh, number, oh, yeah, what, the receiver 10? they like. Yeah, yeah, they they're taking him down with them too. They are. Cutler's going. Martellus Bennett. Huh. Yeah. I got a question for you, Al. Uh, there's a, I believe he's a free agent, right? A guy by the name of Richie Incognito. Ooh. If he's available, do you want to add him to your Chicago Bears offensive line? Now, if the people at home don't remember, Richie Incognito, he, there was a, a black guy on the team, and he beat him with a noodle, and he, uh-huh. he, he, he tried to, I think he tried to enslave him. Like, there was some racist stuff going on. What? And then he, what are you he, talking He about? called him a baby, and then he threw the guy What in. are you talking about? And then everybody about? got that's, suspended. That's a much exaggerated version. No, of no. That's it's, like the version that happened on, uh, do you remember that ESPN football show? It was on, like, uh, we were probably about 24 I love that there. show, yeah. Uh, the name's slipping my mind. Somebody can help me out here. It had, like, here. fake teams. And but the NFL shut it down after, immediately. after a year. They did like one, one season. season. It was interesting because you had... No. You had, like, the aged running back, and you had the rookie that they just drafted. I don't know if you remember that. There was, like, that storyline. Yeah. Hey, the ESPN TV show, somebody could look that one up. The football one. You could look it up, Al. I don't know. Really? No, it was great. The, uh, the linebacker reminded me of Erlacher. Do you remember that? Kind he was, like, a bald, big, white dude. Yeah, it was, it was the same kind of thing. Uh, I keep wanting to say hard knocks. That's not it. It's, uh, no. it's uh, teammates. No. Yeah, uh, it, it's loading right now. I'll have an answer for you in a second. Our, our internet's 1996 internet, in fact, is what it is. I bet that I bet that show was out about oh two, oh one, somewhere on there. Hey guys, thanks again for joining us here on the Larcher and Lawrence Sports Show. We're about halfway through the hour that we have here live. We do the live thing every single Wednesday night. Playmakers, uh, you might be listening. There it is, Playmakers. You might be listening to us on podcasts, on iTunes, on Blog Talk Radio. On Stitcher, thank you so much. Again, we are a part of the Ultimate Sports Talk Podcast Network as well. One season because the NFL shut it down. Playmakers. On a scale of 10 on IMDb, you know what it ranks? Uh-uh. 8.5. <laughs> people liked it. It was a great show. Well, 8.5 because the people who watched it were football fans. And football fans dug it a lot. Uh, but it was like any other show. I mean, if you have a show that's about, um, that's about a school, you know, the... 
one of those high school TV shows or whatever. All of those dramas, sure, they could happen. But every episode, there's some big thing going on. And that was the same thing with the football, with the football TV show. Like that one club thing that might have happened over right. 10 years across the entire league, right. it had every single one of those things happening to that football team. In 2004... what's e- interesting TV. Right, it makes it uh, interesting. In 2004, ESPN canceled the show following pressure applied by their television partner, the NFL. Yeah. The show focused on the trials and tribulations of a professional football team. That's what it was. Uh, that guy who played the linebacker went to Northern Illinois. That's, that's about all that I recall from that television show. Do you remember the team? Uh, I, I see the color blue. It's, not quite, it's like Panthers, but not quite, right? That was like the Sharks, but I think that's the Pacino movie, right? No, it's blue and black, but that's <clears throat> different. Yeah, the Sharks are from the Pacino movie. Were they in the XFL, or am I thinking of the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, The Eighth Man? I think you're thinking of The Eighth Man. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So that's I, a great trip. Though. The best football movie of all time, though. And I know where you'd go with that. I know you'd be the uh, Piccolo's, Brian song. Ah, that's a good one. But Little Giants, with that O'Neal, I mean, that was a movie. I mean, the story of the brother, Rick Moranis. That might have been his last movie ever. May have been. I mean, that man just isn't around anymore. Taking down Ed O'Neill. I loved Ed O'Neill's character. You've never seen him as that character outside of that. Well, Dutch was close, but not... not, not no, really. and you got... Um, remember the kid? He was like the assistant coach. He got his training playing Madden. What? Yeah, remember oh, yeah, he played video right. games. That's right, that's right, that's right. And the girl was like the best running back because she she had already hit her growth spurt and the rest of the team hadn't. Oh, I don't remember her that name part. was Tank or something. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Huh. And they were the little giants after the New York Giants. Do you that's remember right. the other team? The Cowboys, I think. It was the Cowboys, wasn't it? I nice think it job. was. Yeah. The little Cowboys or just the Cowboys? I think they're probably the little Cowboys. All right. Yeah. So the Cubs have taken a new place down there uh, in Mesa, Ho-Ho Camp Park. Good amenities down there, Al. Um, the place is going to be great. There are... Uh, Do they got a dip in that, sir? Uh, they, they, they've got to. It's, it's yeah, I would but, think so. You're at, a, you're at spring training. Of course you got dip in dots. Right. Uh, the last time I was at Cubs spring training, drinking like a Lugenkeigels? Uh, a Leinenkugels. Lugenkeigels. I hate the Leinenkugels. They got those annoying commercials. Hey, we're the Lion Kugels. Well, this new place, it's, it, uh, it seats 15,000 people. Try our summer people. shanty. It includes some of the uh, features reminiscent of Wrigley Field, such as the arc steelwork, a brick wall behind home plate, and a green scoreboard with a clock. Uh, players will access to a two-story workout facility, a hydrotherapy room, a 120-seat theater, family waiting room, and areas. Looks like, uh, looks like they're building a pretty good place down there. Meanwhile, up here... Uh, Again, the Ricketts decided while you were gone, Al, they put it back on the table. They might move to Rosemont. Oh, thank how God. How do you feel about that? Amen. Let's we, we move know, it. We know how you feel. I Al. love the casino in Rosemont. Good people. Uh, great corrupt mayor for many years. Yeah. Uh, built that town up. So you want to move it from one corrupt city to another corrupt city? Well, a corrupt city that gets stuff done like instead extension. of yeah. arguing and bitching and moaning about every so damn it, thing. What well, it appears like, it appears that, that Rom has come down and said, hey, uh, you know, to the local alderman here in the neighborhood, uh, Tom Tooney. Tunney? Tooney? Tunney. Tunney. Tom Tunney. Uh, I saw him out shoveling one day, like uh, shoveling the stuff away from the drains yeah. in the neighborhood. Like, I, I like that. Yeah. Anyway. He does like shoveling. Uh, he probably wanted to be seen. All right. Um, 
but back to the point. They, they, they're opening it back up. The Ricketts have said, yeah, we're, we're gonna, they're going to try to get into a meeting room and uh, work this thing out. He did say he wanted to get into um, Rom's butt. You remember that? I didn't hear that. He's part. like, I'm going to get into yeah. Rom's butt. That is not an exact quote. It's an exact quote. That is not an exact quote. He did say something. If anybody can find that for me, you can send it here. You can text it to L. Large on the text line at... What's his name, Connie? What's the text line now? Um, 773-559-5189. We're working toward a point that it can get done, Rickett said Wednesday. Everybody's talking. Everyone has incentives to see us get to the point. And we're optimistic that we'll get to the finish line on that pretty soon. But it's a process. We just got to play through it. Looks like this thing's going to get done. They're they're going to get their way because they're a much bigger uh, entity. They How long have we been doing this show? They for? can just push that away. Uh, first show was September twelfth, two thousand twelve. Since that day, you have been telling me that this what's is, that? That, that this is exactly nah, what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. We're they're getting it figured out. They're finally getting it figured out. But uh, yeah, looks like they'll uh, they'll make sure it happens. Five hundred million dollars on the overhaul, Al. It uh, it'll help out a lot. We're uh, we're just under two months away from the home opener. Uh, just to warn you about traffic and whatnot. Aww. But you know where you live now. Uh, to be honest, like going north and south, none of the Cubs fans really know about that way of travel. Not much, because they're just heading they're just heading straight west. So they're going down Addison. They're, I'm giving the secret out. Okay. Well, maybe going you should down say it too loud. You can keep going north and south, and that pretty much gets you home right there. All right. I say it's horrible. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're not from Chicago and you've never experienced what is Cubs traffic, just think of some of the worst things well, you no, can think of. If you're a Cubs fan and you come into the game from out there, you hate the Cubs traffic. It's it's hard. It's hard to, to get to the stadium from the northwest. What the parents of Michael Vick's dogs thought, that is what Cubs traffic feels like. Wow. This is what you meant by you're putting on the outlaw hat, huh? Yeah. <laughs> is, this, is this what's going on? Hey, listen, I'm, I'm done taking it easy. I saw the post earlier. It said, uh, putting on the outlaw hat, and I'm, I'm done giving a shit. I think that's I, an exact quote. I, I am done giving a shit. I think I that's an exact moved quote. on from giving I, a shit about tell. anything in life. You're, you're calling out the PC, and then you're, you're, you're really just, you're putting, you're putting it out there. I'm sick of this you're world, man. There's there. just so Come much on. crap going on. You can't, you can't say anything anymore. You can't believe anything anymore. You, you can't have passion about anything anymore. You can't do anything. I mean, this, it's just bullshit. I mean, sports, everything. All right. I, I I don't know, man. You know, every week I come here, you, here. you're bending over, taking it in the butt by uh, Jack Tunney or whatever his name is. What do you mean? You're, you're like, oh, I got a story for you, Al. They want to eliminate kicks and extra points in football. I think it might be a good idea. Like, please, stop. Just stop it all. Let all these right, kids play on. football. Let people fight in hockey. We're past Let's go. Let's just go ahead. and like, oh, Jesus. Let the gays in the locker room, because who cares? I don't care about the gays. Right, the I know. gays are violent you're gays. There. You're there. I right. don't want passive you just, gays. You just want you don't you don't want passive players. I want angry you gays. Don't want passive players. I want Let's angry right. straight people. Yeah. Jesus, our neighbors here at the studio. Jesus, my God, you know. Eight 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 seven eight seven four eight two seven eight 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 seven eight seven four eight two seven. I see that Jim Peckwitz has been in the chat room. That's great to have him there, Jim. Jim's the man. That guy is he's wild. Number one, well, he's got a better talking. taste in music than you do. Nah, get out of totally. here. Totally. No, he doesn't. And number two, he, the man is, uh, you should see this guy with the women. He's into, he's into some great movies. Oh, I've seen him with the women. Don't guy, get me wrong. Guy, I, I take notes. He's a, good, he's a hell of a dude. You know what that. I saw on my Facebook? 
There's What's a kid. That? He was a nerdy kid in high school, okay? Shafty? No, I don't want to give his name out, but he's got a funny, nerdy okay. name, too. But anyways, so this kid, um, same as a ring announcer in wrestling. Anyways, this guy, um, kind of a nerd in high school. Kind of you like, uh, this you guy wasn't very popular. Were you a little bit of a nerd? Uh, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this kid was. Okay. Okay? Yeah. And he, he, he kind of looked like Wesley from uh, Mr. Belvedere. Oh, yeah. Mm. Great show. Bob Uecker. Well, now this guy's on Facebook, and all his posts are like he's involved in this pyramid scheme. And he's totally getting conned. Oh, goodness. And, like, he, and he, he has no clue? No idea. And I put something like, you know, he was like showing a sign-up sheet for this guy's seminars, and it was like 20, 30 grand. Oh, wow. And he's like, oh, you could get it for free and stuff. I'm like, dude, this looks like a scam. And he, he posted back like on the board. He's like, please do not use those words on my board. Wow, because they've drilled that into his he's head. He's like, yeah. If they keep telling him it's not a scam, then it's not a scam. Right. No, it's a scam. It's, it, it, it's the greatest scam in the world because the guy takes the money and he goes, if you do this right, if you believe in what I say, you're going to be a millionaire. Uh-huh. If you don't, you're not going to be a millionaire. Right. Well, of course, nobody of course. ever becomes a millionaire. He just goes, well, you didn't listen to what I said. Yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, What's the matter with this world? Yeah, so back to Jim. He, he's had some, uh, some words on our Facebook wall. Okay. Uh, the Larcher and Lawrence Facebook wall. Things are uh, things are awry up there in Detroit, and the way I understand it is that they're uh, they're going they're going through a little bit of uh, hard times. New ownership about two three years ago. He's from Michigan, and he's a billionaire, and he just kind of wanted to buy the NBA team. Uh, are you talking about the Pistons? Yeah, he's not a fan of the Pistons at all. Yeah, the Detroit Pistons. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's not really a, a basketball fan at all. Well, Joe Dumars, the former bad boy back in the early 90s era of the uh, Pistons, you know, with Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, oh, yeah. All this. The, um, He's been the general manager the since, mailman. since about 02, I believe, somewhere around there. Kyle Malone. And uh, he, there's been some questionable calls with him. Well, a, few, a couple guys were, uh, were doing a lot of talk and research, talking about that situation over there in DeKalb. And got a little heated on our wall. Check it out. Uh, Andrew left a post, and then Jim and stuff. Yeah. Oh. Facebook. Yeah. Good story. Is Peckerwitz in the chat room? Or? Yeah, he's in the chat room. Oh, nice. All right. He hasn't said anything, but he's hanging out. Well, he's just listening. I mean, he doesn't have to say, oh, he's got the weenie whistle. Yep. I'm calling a penalty. On what? On you. All right. Yeah, that figures. Because you're, you're Mr. Let's, oh, everything should be a flag. Oh, was unnecessary talking? Yeah, unnecessary talking. Uh, speaking of talking and, and social media... <laughs> How am I the clout guy? Huh? How did this happen? What did you do? Did you start talking to people? Tell them Clark only cares about his clout. Watch his post. Watch his post. He's only posting about clout. I'm here to tell you that I've tried clout out for what about a month? Uh-huh. Checking it out. I'm done with it. Haven't You're done with clout. Days. What's your clout score? I think that it's a measurement. It's a made up measurement. Is what it is. Some people got together and said, okay, we're going to add these up and then we're going to make up a measurement. Uh-huh. And that's what it's going to be. Uh, for people who don't know, wow, K-L-O-U-T. I've dropped down to a sixty. Oh, um, for people that don't know, clout is like the quarterback rating. Nobody really understands it, but you <laughs> sign up for it, and it tells you what your uh, clout rating is in K-L-O-U-T. social media. K-L-O-U-T. and it, it's meaningless. You, I have no idea what it does or I, how it we works. No, yeah. And uh, Clark started talking, you know, big papa over there because he's got a high clout score. You know, he's bragging to everybody. So I pointed it out, you know, some of these posts are, you know, I think he posted again the picture of him and his fiance, uh, like what? 
Like an announcement on the engagement for the 15th time. No. This was like weeks ago. No. And I posted, oh, look at you. You're a cloud whore. No. And that's, that's where I think it started. No. Now, I'm being accused of being a cloud whore because you're hey, rubbing yeah. off on me. Well, you are. I see your post. This whole outlaw one, you're just looking for people to comment on it. That's all. Come on, Al. You know what? I'm really not. I'm just, so I'm, I'm done with clout. It, it, it's meaning. All right. Yeah. How about RoboCop? You done with that, too? It's PG, right? PG-13? Yeah. What are you, against PG? Is going to sign off on the PG? It's RoboCop, Al. It is. I mean, come on. How has RoboCop done PG? Remember when they made Major League 2 PG-13? I do. What happened there? It wasn't I good. I'm just telling you. Ooh, talks of a reboot, Al. Euchre's saying that, uh, that he's on board, um, and I'm sure Charlie Sheen will work his way into that thing again. If Euchre's in, I'm in. I, I love Bob Euchre. Oh, yeah. He's great. He's one of the he greatest... He's an actor. He's an announcer. What, what else can you get? I uh, he's on radio up in Milwaukee, I believe. I, I think he I is. try to get it. I, I should listen to him call a Cubs Brewers game because right now it doesn't really matter. We could just do it for fun. He um, yeah. He's uh, he's a good guy. He's funny. He's always been entertaining. He's always been able to make fun of himself. I think they have. And a I don't normally like that guy. You know the the over tanned smiley. Right, silver fox, you know. Yeah. That, that, that's always been my kind of guy. wrong, huh? That's always been my kind of guy. I don't know. He's too smiley. Great, he, you know? he spent too much time in Florida, you know? He does. He looks like he's been in Florida, but... Speaking of Florida, you got the taste of it. Do you see yourself, as you get older in life, uh, are you going to head to the warmer, warmer climates? You know, my ideal escape is Missoula, Montana. What's, what's the uh, temperature like out there? It gets cold in the winter. There's winters. Okay. Probably drops down 30. A lot of snow? A lot of snow. You, you, I'm guessing you want the, the dream of the mountains. You Beautiful li- you mountains. You want to live in the mountains. Scenery. Get a snowmobile. Ride yeah. That, ride that oh, yeah. Down. You know, yeah, do, do some fishing. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's like a Taco Bell in town or an RB. There's a couple known celebrities with places in Montana. Right? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, not, uh, it's not uncommon. But that, that's where I would do. Normal. That's what I would do. Yeah. I do like, uh, listen, first thing I did when I came home from Florida, yeah. threw on some Jimmy Buffett records. Wow. And I remembered why I love Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. I the, I was pulled right back in, man. That lifestyle. Did you hear any Jimmy Buffett songs while you were in Florida? I played it on my headphones. I okay. listened to some like uh, on the beach. Yeah, of course you did. I listened to like of Florida course. days. Yeah, Florida days. Did you swim uh, in the ocean? Yes. Nice. Very Didn't good. crap in the ocean. Oh this come year. on! I know that's what everyone's wondering. I wasn't asked because two last year in the Bahamas, I had an accident in the ocean. Outlaw. Yeah. This year, no. Jesus. Cliff and I, uh, we, we uh, did you get in a fight? I tried to take Cliff down in the ocean. Didn't get him. It didn't work. No, you're but not, I hang. I, I held on to my sunglasses. All right, our guy USC guy Cliff, uh, the Budan Jiu-Jitsu. Check him out if you want to uh, do some training just uh, right up here in Evanston, Illinois. That's right. Check out online Budan Budan Jiu-Jitsu. Budan. Budan. Uh, you know he's from Georgia, and Budan sounds like a town in Georgia. Definitely. Like where'd you come Definitely. from? Ah, hell, I was born in Budan. Yep. Yep. Right outside of uh, Stone Mountain. Yeah. Do you know what's on for the Olympics? No, you don't know. Zelda's on. What? For the Olympics. What are we watching tonight? Hockey? Zelda? Like the video game? Yeah, you, you said it looked like a video game. Like old Nintendo. The curling. Oh, yeah. All yeah. oh, right. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Welcome, welcome back Thanks. to the show. Thanks. Yeah. Larcher and Lawrence. That was like an hour show. ago, Clark. <laughs> you lost me there. Al, I bring stuff up. It doesn't matter when it's from. Hey, you want to do some Bears trivia? God knows you did so well 
<laughs> Scott Cooley, Harry. I think I won the week. You, you really impressed. Two weeks ago. You caught me off guard. Okay. <laughs> I was tired that night. I had some, I had some red wine. Okay. The name of this, this trivia game is called Many Happy Returns. Okay. All right. Devin Hester. Nope. Damn it. What bear led the NFL in interceptions returned for touchdowns two seasons in a row with two in 2011 and three in 2012? What bear led the NFL in interceptions returned for touchdowns two seasons in a row with two in 11 and three in 12? Tim Jennings. Peanut Tillman. I need a final answer, Clark. Peanut Tillman. Peanut Tillman? Yeah, Tim Jennings. Tim Jennings. Peanut Tillman. Peanut Tillman. Is that your final answer? Yes, Tim Jennings. Which one is it, Clark? Hang on. Is this 2011 and 2012? 2011. See, I thought that Jennings had a couple in 11, and then he really came into it last. Three and 12. And then he really came into it in, in 12. Uh, Peanut, how many did he get returned? Peanut's good with the punch. That's what he's been good with. I'm going with Tim Jennings. Tim Jennings. Boom. Are you locked in? Yes. Is that your final answer? Yes, it is. Charles Tillman. Oh, come on. Close. You were there. Okay. Question number two. These are five questions. Three four seven nine four five six one three one, or give us a call at eight 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 seven eight seven four eight two seven eight 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 seven eight seven four eight two seven, or three four seven nine four five. In nineteen ninety eight, his first season in Chicago, who led the NFL in kick return yardage and ran two for scores? What years? Nineteen ninety eight. In kick return? Yeah, I have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I don't remember the 98 returner. You don't remember the year we graduated high school? Curtis Conway, 97. Oh, you're 90. You're I was, 98? I was class of 98. Oh. Huh. Huh. Well, Interesting. You, you got a year up on me in life. What yeah. the hell happened? Huh. All right. Well, I, you know what? I really don't want to do a show with a guy who doesn't know that Glenn Milburn oh, was the kick returner in 1998. The memory's not what it used to be. Okay, question number three. You have zero right. 16 years ago, Al. You're asking me about 16 years ago. Before Devin Hester, who was the only Bear to turn return two punts for touchdowns in one season? <laughs> Should I get this? <laughs> Do I have any shot? No. No, you really don't. Punt returns. Before Devin Hester, who was the only Bear to return really two punts? Dennis McKinnon. Yes. 1987. I should have gotten that, right? You should have. Yes. Okay, question number four. You've gotten zero right. Okay, thank you. In 2010, Hester broke the career for the most combined punt, kick, touchdowns in NFL history. Is that right? Yeah. In 2010, Hester broke the career record. He's now going for the all-time returns, interceptions included is what he's going for now. Oh, I see. All-time, okay. What was the historic number? 19. Is that your final answer? 15. 17? 19. 15. 16. 14. No, it was lower than that. It was like 13. What's your final answer? I'll go with 13. 13. Got it. Nailed it. I'm sorry. It was 14. (laughs) Damn it. 
Zero right, one question left. This question is for all the points. This is worth five points. All right, give it to me. Lay it on me straight. In 1985 playoffs versus the Giants, what bear record recorded the shortest punt return touchdown in NFL history after the win caused New York punter Sean Latanda to whiff at the ball? What is it again? Okay, yeah, I, I, I butchered that. Yep. Jesus. In the 1985 playoffs versus the Giants, what Bear recorded the shortest punt return for a touchdown in NFL history after the win caused New York punter Sean Latanda to whiff at the ball? 89? <laughs> what year? What year? Okay, uh, let me one more time. In 1985, this Bears, this Bears podcast playoffs versus the Giants, what bear recorded the shortest? What bear? You understand? Yeah. What beer? Yeah. Recorded the shortest punt return touchdown in NFL history. Richardson? Did Richardson return kicks? Um, Richardson? Richardson? Mm-hmm. Uh, Willie Galt. Mm-hmm. Willie Galt. He killed himself recently. Punt returner. No, he didn't. No, this guy. Ah, uh, Dewerson returned the punt. Oh, was it Dewerson who killed himself? Yeah. Oh, this guy sued. Yeah. Sue is suing everybody. Uh, who's who's suing everyone? Singletary. Sean Gale. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Sean Gale. Yeah. No, Sean Gale had the thing where the uh, the ex girlfriend killed the other ex girlfriend here about five six years ago. Oh, I knew he was involved in something. Yeah, or current girlfriend or something like that. Yeah. Hey, we got a caller from the 313. Let's All go right, ahead and let's get take it. Boom. Oh, wait. No, oh, no. Hang on. We'll get to that in a second. Hey, 347-945-6131. We got a caller. About six, seven minutes left here on the Larcher and Lawrence Sports Show. I've had a blast having you back here, Al. Thank I you. know maybe we did a little bit of arguing. I, uh, it means the best. Yeah. Yeah. I, lo- yeah, I love doing the show with you. You're a fine individual. Yeah. You're yeah. a great American. Yep. Hey, you're uh, you're an all right dude. You're an outlaw, and you are that boy's one mean motherfucker. There you go. Damn Skippy, Al Archer, folks. The Mellish right. Man. Oh, that's who's on the line. Jim, uh, Jim's here, uh, ready to talk Pistons. What the heck is going on over in the Motor City, Jim? I have no idea, guys. I I I'm, I was blown away when they announced that Mo Chiefs was fired. It took right. me by a complete surprise. Things are obviously rough. Now, Jim, you'd be surprised. You're, we're on, right on Al's hot topic here. Oh, yeah. The Detroit Pistons of the NBA. But uh, you, maybe you heard me earlier giving him a bit of the rundown. Maybe you could clear that up a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's like, well, okay. So, one of them, well, on your Facebook, we were talking about uh, on the page or whatever, there was all those comments. Yeah. Like, I get kind of, it was, getting, it was getting really frustrating, man, because, like, Joe Dumars is getting all the flack, it seems like, in like the, the national media. And um, yeah, go to bat yeah. for Joe Dumars. Yeah, go to go to bat for him. Yeah, and so like the the new ownership of this team is terrible, man. I, we need new owners. Like we, we they sold the team in like I think 2011 is when he, when Gore's bought the team, and it's like it's, since then we have who, no Al direction. Gore? Uh, no, Gore Tom Gore's some kind of like Los Angeles dude. The guy's the guy's a joke. If you saw like a yeah, picture but, of him, he's got this fucking like '80s hairdo. He's he's uh, kind of like a uh, he seems to be like a what's his name? Uh, they're mad. The dude from uh, the Mavericks. Uh, guy that owns the Mavericks. Uh, what's his name? Seems like he's like a light kind of one of those guys. Like he wants to be that kind of guy, but he just oh can't no be. no no! You're, you're talking about the guy who's on the Shark Tank. 
Yeah. Mark Cuban. Uh, Cuban. Mark, Mark Cuban. Cuban. Yeah. Mark Cuban. He seems like he's like a wannabe Mark Cuban. Like he bought this team because he's kind of like an internet billionaire and wants to be like a high roller, but he just doesn't know anything yeah. about the NBA. Yeah. Do you think if we all pulled uh, our money, maybe we could we have a shot? We could maybe buy the Pistons and. Dude, no. he like he bought it for a cheap price. Like we were on sale for like three. Well, we were on sale from like 2009 till 2011, and nobody bought us until him. The, like the, the uh, old man, Mike the Illich, old man who the team. Illich, he, he passed away, and then uh, his wife uh, was trying to sell the team, right? Yeah, it was like his wife tried to sell the team, and there was this, all this drama where, like, Joe Dumars couldn't. The only thing that he could do is he could buy up talent like that off season. So he bought Ben Gordon and Charlie Villanueva, and then after that he couldn't, like, couldn't trade anybody. He couldn't get any free agents. He couldn't, you know, like, he couldn't do anything. Right. So he, he was NBA forced to hire, owned? like, yeah. what's that? Were they NBA-owned for a while? No, no, no. They were never NBA owned. Okay. But okay. There was just there were like limitations. Like we couldn't even hire a good coach. We like hired Houston, um, for like really super cheap, and obviously that didn't work out. Like that was a complete bust. But like, yeah, it's it's, it's frustrating, man, being in Detroit because everybody's turning on Joe Dumars, and it's 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 pretty pretty uh it's disturbing, man. Because this team, like this season, this team is way better than we were last season, and for them just to kind of like cut ties. And just yeah. like it seems like the plan is just to tank the season now from the owner's perspective, but I don't know. It's it's man, I don't know. That's the one thing I hate about the NBA. Everybody wants to tank. Like we have all these teams tanking. It's no good for the sport, man. Do, do you have the Bulls under that? Are they officially tanking? Because I mean, I the way the team's so. playing under Thibodeau, I don't think you could say that. No, but I like seems like LA is trying to tank, and all these other teams are just trying to tank, man. It's, no good for the sport. And I think it's almost becoming an open conversation. Like, it's almost just, like, people are doing it, and it's a real yeah. thing that's happening in the NBA. Wow. Oh, yeah. You, like, especially what, knowing this, with the, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, it's like, especially with this new draft coming up, because this new draft is, like, projected to be pretty damn good. Like, everybody's basically just going, yeah, we want to be a lottery pick. We're going to tank. So, yeah. All right. How yeah. about Smart getting suspended there for uh, – Couple games. Oh, did you see that? The kid down in Oklahoma State? Yeah. Pushed a fan? No. I'll be darned. Yeah. No, that that uh he got suspended for it. He should. He pushed, he shoved a guy. Anyway, hey Jim, uh we appreciate the phone call. Uh we're almost out of here. Hey Jim, did you, did you just oh. see a three D movie? I did, man. I just saw the Lego movie three D. How's the Lego movie? I hear it's phenomenal. Man, it's fantastic, man. Like it just like you know, you see the previews and you're just kinda of like this is kind of just like one giant product placement. Right. But yeah. like it's amazingly really good, and at the end, like when the lights go up, you're really bummed that you're not playing with Legos. That was like nice. the way I came out. Like the lights went up, and I was just like, "Man, I'm not playing with Legos, and I'm not like happy now." So it it does its job. It like makes it like a really good movie, and then it makes you want to buy Legos at the end of the day. Wow. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Um, yeah. I'll tell you, is it is it a must to do in 3D, or can I wait for it? You can wait for it. It was definitely really good in 3D. Like, when I okay. heard that it was in 3D, yeah. I definitely went, I'm going to pay the extra couple dollars. And I was glad I did. Well, I mean, yeah, there's definitely some movies that you, you just can't do without the 3D. Like, yeah. some movies are made of that. But uh, you're glad that you went for it, but it's not necessary. It's not necessary, but it definitely adds, like, a level of experience to it. There's all okay. kinds of stuff flying all over the place and, like... Yeah little Lego pieces shooting out of your face. So it's it's worth it. There's, it's not like going to see like something, like some kind of drama in 3D or something. It's, there's a lot of energy that the movie still adds something to it. 
Yeah. All right. Hey, Jim, thanks so much for the phone call. The live show is about to end. Uh, we uh, we appreciate it. Yep, take it take easy. It. Take care, Jim. Doors closing. There we are. Let's do a quick overtime. All right, why not? About 30 seconds left. Thanks for listening again. We are a part of the Ultimate Sports Talk Podcast Network. Uh, at Larcher Lawrenson on Twitter. At Larcher Lawrenson. No and in between that. Thank you so much for the phone call. Have a good night, guys. Al? Yeah, have a great night. Thank you, Clark. Here. Wonderful. Said I had more time to shoot. Just how lonely life can be when you made This is a Ricky Ricardo production. Hey, man. Is this more of this Jamie Johnson? Good to have you back, yeah. It's good, good tune, yeah. The album's called The Guitar Song. That's the name of the album. Kind of confusing. Yeah, a little bit. It sounds like a song. But it's, it, yeah. He's good stuff. You should look him up a little bit. Give him a, give him a throw down. Like I said, I've seen him live. Yeah. And I enjoy it. I'm yeah. a, I bought a shirt I like for so long. Oh, yeah. Wear that sometime. i got to see it. All right. There I'll you go. Try to find it. Yeah. All right. This has been the overtime. Huh? Yeah. Let's go. All right. I'll see you next week. We'll be back. Ultimate Sports Talk. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Blog Talk Radio. Thank you so much for listening. Drugs. And my thinking rearranged That stranger made me realize How thankful I... Hey, Randy Travis here. Be sure and listen to The Morning Show. Big Al, your pal, on your country alternative, 98.5 This is a Ricky Ricardo production. Like a drink. He said thanks. I'll have... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.